pod. What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Kill It from Outer Space. Uh, as always, I am one of your many hosts. Uh, my name is Jeff, and with me as usual are the uh, the Killer Pod crew. Let me start off with my man, Vinny. What's up, Vinny? Oh, what's up, dude? Good to hear your voice again. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a two-week hiatus or so. Yeah. Filled with beaches and sicknesses and marriages and... Oh, yeah, I mean, Crazy. it was a blast, and then day and a half in, you got wiped out, but I'm sure we'll get into yeah. it. Yeah. Also with us, we have on the the Zoom waves, we got Brother Pete. What's up? Love is in the air. Hearts are broken. Hearts are mended, sort of. Post-Valentine's Day episode, and we got Brother Sean. What's up, boys? And then joining us for the first time on the, the Zoom waves, uh, we have a good br- good brother of uh, definitely of Pete and Sean for for their whole lives, and of the Killer Pod crew joining us on uh, Camp Blood this past summer. We have brother Jerry. Going on, boys. Welcome, man. Hey, hey. Now, I was hey. uh, listening to the last pod, and uh, just to get excited for this one. And I think uh, I want to ask the question on everyone's mind. How did the Upside Down Pineapple uh, shorts go over? <laughs> no reaction. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, However, and I was paying inside. attention, too. Like, I was waiting for, like, some eyes or maybe some, uh, you know, the eyebrow uh, motion. <clears throat> Nothing. The inside scoop was there's a whole resort full of the swinging type. Uh, I forget what it was called. Someone with a T. Temptations. Um, Temptations, was that it? That's a little probably. on the nose, too. Jesus. There's a there's a couple at work that like openly goes on uh swingers, uh cruises, resorts, like it's a whole thing. Hmm. I thought I thought there would be more uh vibes of that at this resort, and I, I caught none of it. Nothing yeah, no, uh, I, no, I wasn't no shenanigans. There's so, definitely given... some I gotta say, given the lack of the pineapples, then uh, I mean, would you still consider it a successful uh, wedding uh, adventure? Because a oh, disappointed, yeah, sure. I have to admit. <laughs> Wait, you mean like the trip it's... as a whole? No, I'm just kidding. No, oh. I, uh... <laughs> I even wore the. I wore the. He's disappointed in no swinging happened. Yeah, and I I wore them when we went on the our uh, boat trip too, and nothing. Very surprising. Well, for those of you listening, uh, we did marry Vincent off uh, about a week uh, and a half ago. Yeah, a week and a half. And uh, yeah, we were we had a little crew vacation, uh, family vacation. Uh, we had fully intended. I think we really, I really thought we were going to record an episode, and it. The, the the booze just started flowing too early every day. So. It was hard to coordinate too. Like we were all in different yeah. spots and different spots, and where would we have done it? And yeah, but 
Um, I think once once Jeff went down too, then it kind of yeah. Jeff Jeff got sick, unfortunately. Yeah, what was that like day two? He three? got the uh, he got the Well, really, only day one and a half is the day you got yes. there. You had like half a day. We all hung out. Then we had a full day. We chilled by the pool. That was one of my favorite memories of the whole trip. Was when we took over um, that section of the pool by the pool bar. There, our whole group. That was a blast. Yeah. And we partied that night, and then Jeff maybe got the norovirus. Who knows? It was bad news bears. That was a sweaty, vomity, crying mess. Yeah. And the the morning it all went down, like in the killer pod uh, group text, you said like I'm not good, and I like I opened that and laughed. I was like, oh, Jeff's hungover, no big deal, and then like. 36 hours later, I was like, oh, this is this is not a hangover. Yeah. Yeah, I could barely function. I mean, the second day of it, I thought I was good. And I went down by the pool and I slept for like an hour. Oh, yeah, I forgot I about the that. old cowboy hat on my face and chilled. And then like went back to the room and it's like it knew. It was like, all right, you're back. Go ahead. Get you're pooping. Again. Go poop. Yeah. Well, no, that, that wasn't until like the third day of it. That was like the end was with, with the... Uh, the liquid. That was terrible. Terrible. And then, yeah, I'm at the freaking, I couldn't even NyQuil myself or anything because all I had was what was available at the resort. So it was a Advil and Pepto. Yeah, didn't do anything. Well, I'm glad he at least made the, the ceremony. Steph was happy about that, too. Oh, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was dry heaving in the back during that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, the, the photographer almost killed me. That guy at the end wanting all those pictures. I was like, dude, I'm going to yak. That's that's not the picture. <laughs> that would have been the picture. <laughs> but yeah, I got out to the beach for the ceremony and uh, little had a little help. The girlfriend, she basically held me up while I was like sitting. <laughs> if Like if you ever see a picture uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, like it's it's the, the seats in an aisle. My legs are off to the side. I'm on the end of the aisle with my legs off to the side in case I had to bolt over to this little boat, <laughs> one of well, those little uh, like lifeguard boats. And I was you were um, a good soldier because you know it was a small group, so you were in plenty of, of the backgrounds of all the ceremony photos, you know, all that stuff that was going on. And in all of yeah. them, like you were, you were smiling, being a good sport. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was. Well, happy he's got to show either. off the. He's got to show off the gold tooth. Well, that too. Yeah, yeah. Once you get a once you get a gold tooth, you just have to smile at everything. It's very awkward sometimes. Yeah, Calico yesterday, he's like, he's like, I heard he got a gold tooth. I'm jealous. He's like, I want, he's like, I want. I think one. we all are. I don't have, he's like, I don't have many teeth left. I was like, yeah, 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 I, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw, you. saw you're the proud new owner of a sweet cactus. Jack yeah, that, that was nice. Yeah, it That's fucking awesome. hurts still. Mm. Was um, that your calf? Uh, no, it's like front side, like kind of above my ankle. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, Inside on the on the shin, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it with some Curel. You'd be alright. Yeah, it's fine. I was I had to go shopping after for work, and I went to Wegman's, and I was like limping. (laughs) Um. But yeah, all all good. Sweet. Well, it looks good as hell. Yeah, that was so. uh, Good item, Vinny. I'm I'm curious, um, because I know it's a movie that we talked about wanting to watch i watched on the plane ride back east with idris elba did you watch it 
I did. But uh, before we get into movies, let's do our beers real quick. Get those out of the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Well, Jerry, why don't you do the honors as the uh, honorary guest? What do you have for an uh, episode beer tonight? Yeah, so uh, I picked up, I was trying to go with, since I live uh, in central PA, um, I was trying to go with a little bit more outside of southeast base, southeast PA base, so I wanted to kind of then go even farther. Uh, so I'm starting off tonight with a beer from Hitchhiker Brewing Company. Uh, it's out of uh, Pittsburgh, the Mount Lebanon area. Uh, it's a, a double uh, hop IPA. Um, pretty good beer. Uh, they've got a really great uh, brewery out there. Um, and then I also stopped by 107 Brewery in Chalfont uh, uh, on my way home from Lansdale. Uh, big, great. big, big fan of them. We just like stumbled yeah. across that place, like not knowing anything about it on uh, one of our uh, Aussie grocery trips and mm-hmm. it's just awesome how the heck did they end up all the way in Chalfon? That, that's a hike from north wales or yeah. lansdale whatever it is it's not, uh, it's it's not that far off yeah no but i uh it's i had a very similar experience finding 10-7 just happened to be driving by pulled in and spent far too much time and far too much money there uh, uh, yeah. happily though yeah whenever i go i i load up yeah. So that's what I got tonight. All right, cool. Pete, what do you got? I just have an old, reliable, uh, broken skull IPA from El Segundo. Mm. Hell awesome. yeah. Classic. It's, uh, Give you a hell yeah for that. Yeah. Um, haven't haven't had the American lager yet. Uh, the lager was kind of plain. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was, it was yeah, fine. It's crushable for sure. Yeah. This is surprisingly crushable for a 6.7 IPA. But... Yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at. Jeff, you got anything tonight? I do. I broke out a Kate May honey porter for the occasion. Mm. Ooh. Um, um, it's not as cool as Pete's, you know, when you hear the glass hits your ass. But, you know, bumblebees <laughs> are cool too. Is it like a like a sweet kind of dessert type deal or just No. I mean it's on the lighter side of a of a porter. Okay. It is sweet, but yeah, it's definitely not heavy by any means. Hmm. I dig it. How about you, Sean? What do you got? Have any of you guys heard of Sherman uh Sherman Street Beer Company out of Allentown or no. been there? Mm-mm. No, I've not. No, so my local bottle shop had a sort of inspired by Jerry. This is a hazy double India pumpkin ale called Pumpkin Stein. Jerry, Jerry's been texting us recently. He's been drinking a bunch of pumpkin beers because, I don't know, one of his local spots has been serving up pumpkin beers for cheap. Mad cheap. Yeah, trying to get rid of that supply. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard of them. Are they? I guess they're newish? I don't know. I, this wasn't around during spooky season, so hmm. it's definitely new to their uh, case. I also, I've definitely never seen a hazy double, hazy double India pumpkin ale. I wonder what the hazy piece is all about. Hmm. It mostly, it, it mostly tastes like a hazy with like maybe a slight hint of pumpkin. Nah, it's not bad. All Good right. stuff. I'll check them out. All right. Well, I went, uh, 
all the way to the west coast with my selection um gigantic brewing out of oregon but it's uh it's fitting for valentine's week it's their uh weapon of mass seduction got some pretty cool can art got the you know the classic busty smile with, with fangs and it's a chocolate oyster stout i don't usually do bottle on the show but what do they uh how do they incorporate the oyster they use uh the shells to give uh, it to give it like a like a softer mouthfeel interesting I, f I think yards used to do an oyster stout a lot of people used to i think it kind of fell off yeah this this yeah. bottle i've been aging it, it's like four years old but it, for some, yeah it phases out it probably it, you know it's not sustainable yeah, the flying dog, I know, yeah. had one. And... Yeah, all the, like, Maryland, Jersey, they still like to do it, but not as much. It, it does really give it, like, a a soft, like almost like a nitro-like mouthfeel to it. But, yeah, this one's good. Gigantic does good stuff. They used to be, um, I don't know if I used to get it at bottle shops around here or on... Uh, um, Oh my god, what's that beer app where you buy the beers like throughout the day and they all come in one crate? Tavor. Yeah, Tavor. But I haven't seen Gigantic around. Never even heard of them. Good stuff. All right. So, Pete, that's a good, uh, air I mean, it's definitely a good airplane movie. So, you watch Beast on the way home? Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I mean,. I'm so biased towards animal attack movies. It's really hard <clears throat> to have me not like one, but I thought it was entertaining enough. And I and also yeah. I love Idris Elba. Like, yeah, heavily heavily CGI'd uh, lion. Yeah, I mean I like that dude. He was from he was in District Nine. The dude who was like the friend. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Uh, He's been in some horror movies too. I can't hit hit it off the top of my head what they were, but uh, I mean, District Nine's kind of I mean sci-fi, but kind of horror ish. Uh, but yeah. Um, um, other than that, uh, I've been I haven't watched the newest episode of Last of Us, um, but Man, I've been I'm watching fucking, that. I'm loving that show. Like really, it's loving so it. good. Mm -hmm. Very good. It's it's one of those where like each time I watch an episode, I don't want the episode to end. Yeah. Um, and like, and, and I catch myself like I'll, I'll look how long the episode is, and then I'll like I'll keep hitting like the button to see how much time I have left because I don't want it to end. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, Jeff, have you been watching it? No, nah, I was gonna just wait to binge it. Because you played the game, I, right? Yeah, and I'm in the same boat where I I knew it was gonna be one of those shows where I was like I. I need to know, like, I need to keep going. It's just, it's, it's so well written. Um, it's such an interesting, like, premise with a zombie-esque rage. Yeah. Kind of. So, but how many the, episodes are left? I think I there's going to be 10 total, and I think there's five or six now. Okay. No, nah, there's yeah, only, like, the fifth one's coming this weekend. Is that what, uh, yeah. Oh. Well... I don't want to spoil it, but I do like there's something in the game that like I really can't wait till they address in the show because I want to see how it goes over. 
Well, there's a couple I guys mean, at work that played the game, and they said and so far it's staying very, very true to the game, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so if some it, minor if details stay, are changed. Yeah, if it's staying true to the game, I think the last episode is going to blow people's minds. Well, yeah, well, it I'm, has me. I'm kind like, of wondering. I mean, I didn't play the game, but I'm kind of wondering because it seems pretty stretched out so far. I mean, I heard it's not like the longest of games, but oh, the game. I mean, there's a lap time lapse in the game of like months. Okay. So like uh, <laughs> something happens, and then the game picks back up, and it's like months later or something. Okay. Okay. Well, I did read they're planning on completing the entire game in this first season. Okay, got it. That's what um, I wasn't sure about. But I'm all like pent up with uh, anticip- anticipation because. I know Jeff, you already mentioned it. A couple guys at work that played it. Like, the game is like tragic and like a day ruiner. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, don't know what the hell to expect. Yeah. But I, yeah, I would, I would love to get into it, but it'll literally spoil yeah. the rest of the series for everybody. But I, I know I haven't played the game either, but I think the third episode is like a like a quest for how I think it's how Joel gets his pickup truck in the video game. Yeah. And they the dive, they yeah they dive deep into their backstory, and that whole episode was just so well done. Yeah, so and like, I don't know that that was really a, like a part of the game, but they gave them like a whole backstory. And well, yeah, so the beginning of the game is that backstory. The uh, so, that was the only like slight alteration that I heard. The way the way that couple's story kind of wraps up, and the way they get the truck is slightly different in the game versus the show, but not that much different. Okay. Yeah, a great episode of TV. Yeah. Play a half hour, hour? Hour. It it varies. Yeah, it's just sort of an hour. Okay. Generally, after... I've I've never watched a show where I was, like, walking away, and I, I guess you can't say that there's been many shows that have been based off of video games, I guess, that have been successful, for sure. But I've never walked away from watching a show like this and said, I think I'm going to go out and buy a $500 console and play this game because <laughs> this storyline, it's just phenomenal. And I mean, I love these zombies. I love zombies. And it's just a, such a good take. And considering they were able to kind of put it in a much more modern sense that people can relate with, it was, uh, it's powerful. And the whole, the whole, I mean, we talked about it, but the whole fungi thing with that, that's a very scary way to go about the rage virus <laughs> zombie thing. Yeah. Because we'd be fucked. <laughs> We're super fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of successful video game to uh, screen, Benny's going to be real excited because we're returning to Silent Hill. Oh, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> They're bringing back Christopher Gans, the original director, thank God, because that revelation was just an atrocious piece of trash how many features are there two so there's two the first one which is great the second one which is like the worst movie you'll ever see Hmm. and now this will be i think this is gonna basically be a direct sequel to one i think well then what we're gonna have to do i mean i already know your answer i don't think we've discussed it with pete and sean We'll have to do our first ever double feature, Watch Us or Die, when it comes out. Yeah, that's fine. I'm into it. Um, yeah, but you'd, you'd actually be proud of me. I watched it a lot in the last 
week or so. And I even went to the movies and saw Knock at the Cabin. I also went and saw that. And I loved it. So don't say anything yet, because I think we're going to do a Watch This or Die. Oh, okay. Oh, we are. Just Sean, Sean knows somebody who worked on the production. Yeah, so, so does Ashley. Our uh, local um, auto guy actually provided the cars. Oh, oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. yeah so more I, to come on Knock at the Cabin then. Yeah, but you guys liked it. Very much so. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I, I loved it. And I think if Dave Batista doesn't get some sort of award for his role in that, that'd be... I had no idea he had the acting chops. Yeah. Like he did like, in that another level yeah for sure as, as good as when he was like yelling at triple h give me what i want <laughs> <laughs> it was a much uh it, he it was such a like i don't get into it too much but yeah it was a very calming batista like his purpose was not what yeah. you would expect out of him but he yeah. still has like the lumbering menacing batista look to him so you know that had a big Re- that had a big part like a, Wrinkly yeah, scrotal I'm, top of the head. Yeah, the top of the it's head a, is so gross. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a movie of it's a movie of themes. Just put it that way. Yeah, very well done. Like uh, definitely in my top three. And like, I don't know, man. Glass is really good. What? You don't like Glass? It was okay. Or not Glass. I'm not Un- Unbreakable. I'm wrong. No, the one in between. Split. Split, oh, yeah, split. was really good. Yeah, yeah Split's split amazing. Unbreakable is really good too. Yeah. I didn't see Glass. Uh, it was yeah. It was, don't. It was, mm. it was fine. Don't don't bother. It was it was, it was fine. I uh, I you... read about it and I spo- I I can spoil stuff for myself and I still need to see it. But it's just it sounds like it's just just a downer of an ending that like you know like for the series. I mean not like a downer like oh I'm sad like it's yeah. just like yeah it, it didn't it didn't wrap it way. up well. Um, what else I've been watching? I um. I don't know if you saw it, Jeff. I know Ash is intending on watching with you, but we checked out uh, Bones and All. Oh, uh, yeah. I still got to watch that. It was really good. Cool. Uh, cool. Is that with Timothée Chalamet? Yes. Uh, really good performance by him. Uh, it's just like a coming-of-age, teenage love story with a horror backdrop. Uh, and it's, it's not even a spoiler. Like, they strongly hint at it uh in the trailer and then they reveal it in the opening seconds of the movie but they're both uh cannibals and they're on the run <laughs> and it's like a travel travel movie they're trying to get cross country to find her mother and they're falling in love along the way and also eating people and it's just it's very very heartfelt it's really well shot really well written really well acted recommend that one across the board Hmm. Cannibals on the Run would be a good song title name. Yes, <laughs> maybe like a like a Cannibal Corpse ballad. Oh, I like it. It's weird that way they. Uh, I mean, it's not weird. It's interesting and a different take. They treat so there's a cannibal uh, population, and the way they treat it in the movie is almost like we've seen many times before in vampire movies where they're like underground and they only know each other but the general population doesn't know they exist so it's like that but with cannibals and they can smell each other there's a there's all these um cameos and really small performances from uh from character actors that you've seen in a ton of things that are 
really well done. It was it was a cool movie. Yeah, uh, I I just want to drop my my Valentine's double feature that I did because I'm very happy with it. Um, obviously, my bloody Valentine, but I followed it with Frankenhooker. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah very that, good. That, that, uh, that's, that's a smart double feature. Yeah, yeah, and then um, I was gonna try and triple it with Street Trash afterwards, but got a little tired. <laughs> uh, triple stuff to pull off. Yeah, it's it, it's like a day off thing. You yeah. just start when you wake up. Anyone else see anything new or exciting? Um, I can't remember if we talked about it on or off air. If you guys saw the first one, but I checked out uh, Satan Slaves Communion, the sequel. I don't even know what that is. Satan Slaves, it's um. Indonesian horror movie came out uh, four years ago, Shutter Original, and it takes like the haunted house premise, but the entire block of the suburban neighborhood is haunted. Has <laughs> really creepy shit going on, tons of uh, really effective good jump scares. Uh, it was like the hot talk for a while when it when it hit Shutter, and now it's still on there. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, it's really good. And then the sequel, I was seeing all kinds of rave reviews. The family, um, you know, survives the first one, and the uh, father moves them out of the neighborhood into a high-rise apartment building, and uh-oh, it's happening again in the apartment building <laughs> during a monsoon flood. <clears throat> um, the jump scares were awesome, super creepy moments, and the uh, the whole high-rise apartment thing. Uh, was pretty cool. It's a, it's like he took influence from Poltergeist three, but did it better. Cool. Uh, I was trying to think of what I watched on the flight there, and to the Dominican, and I watched Smile finally. Did you like it? Which I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I I dug it. Uh, I felt like it was a kind of like an It Follows rip, but ah, oh, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I generally I thought it was pretty good. I mean that smile thing was creepy. The the yeah, monster creepy. the monster at the end kind of yeah checked me, check me out jumped a little the, bit. Jumped the shark a little bit there at the end. Shit, I can't mm. I can't remember what the hell movie we watched on the way home. Huh. I watched I watched Step Brothers and Kicking and Screaming on the way home. <laughs> little Will Ferrell double. That's a good that's a good double feature. Uh, I love I watched, Kicking and Screaming. I don't care if it's a kids movie. It's great. <laughs> I watched the new Black Panther movie on the way home nah. and was like kind of disappointed by the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they were dealt a shitty hand and I think maybe they did the best they could, but was not a huge fan of the movie. Was everyone happy um, with the flash trailer during the Super Bowl? Sure. Yeah. he's just like give it up i mean they are giving it up literally after this movie they're like rebooting the whole thing but yeah with with james gunn leading the way uh yeah interesting i mean he's gonna do the bat the batman and robin uh superman i don't know pattinson yeah. the pattinson batman is still in right yes yeah it's yes. gonna be its own standalone thing so they're gonna have like the batman detective and then the Batman and Robin will be the more like fantasy 
uh, type realm Batman. Is that cast? Is that cast yet? No, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I trust James Gunn, but I don't trust DC. Well, I'm gonna. I want to. I want to trust. Yeah, I want to trust Warner Brothers. If they're, if they got James Gunn this invested to just ditch Marvel, I mean, money talks, but I'm thinking they have a plan that they're pretty confident in. I'm, I'm hoping we can trust it. You can see how committed they were to, like, you know, how they were so reluctant to drop everything with Ezra Miller, considering what they are (laughs) done with the Flash considering yeah because it's like there's so much now riding on it i don't know i mean i think that there's a very real possibility that they're truly going to blow their load on this one they're no, just going to try and go all in i think you just nailed it i think the i mean the rumor is that the the point slash finale of this movie is that it blows up like the entire dc universe so it makes it easy because this is a flashpoint movie, right? They can just blow yeah. everything up and start from start yeah. from scratch. It, it's just it's hard, like for me, because like you put out these movies, I didn't care that much for any of them. Um, so much so that like I started the Snyder cut and then never finished it and didn't care to like you know what I mean? Yeah, we started out together not, not good, and we we yeah. both like you know we we didn't have like dates planned but we were gonna watch it like episodically and then we just both at the same time were like mm, i guess we're not gonna finish that i don't really care about it yeah it's just like eh, whatever it took me like three days to get through it because I, I, I just wanted to be able to say that i got through it i just wanted to be able to say that i saw it and i can look back and you know judge it fairly but it was it was such a hassle you know, it, it it wasn't enjoyable. I felt like I, it was like work homework. to get through yeah. it and to then, like, I don't know, analyze it or something. So, it's... Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it, considering everything that Marvel's done and the fact that they had a whole planned out uh, series and DC kind of came in and they're just trying to pick up the pieces, that's left behind, which is disappointing. I want it to work so bad, but we'll see. Me too. So, after you guys had done your uh, body horror, um, I immediately had to watch uh, Street Trash. Um, (laughs) Yes. Because I had not seen it. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just amazing. A phenomenal (laughs) piece of filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, it was the severed I mean, penis football game that got you. That was no, it was quite literally you talking about that when I was just like, well, how can I not watch this? Um, but you know, it was it was. I think you guys like brought up good conversational stuff then too, because I was like, okay, I want to uh, watch some of this other stuff. And I mean, personally, I was disappointed because I love Reanimator. Um, I think it's a phenomenal yeah. movie, and. Uh, on top of it, like, you know, it's there's so many really bad uh, comedy horror that I think can come from that genre, mm-hmm. um, even though you can't really consider it uh, body horror in many ways. I mean, it, it, as soon as that got done, one of the I watched Street Trash first, and then I also watched Zombievers, which I would consider oh, to be God. <laughs> oh, it's so bad and it's so good. Um, the, wait, the Zombievers subplot? 
So yes, <laughs> yes, it's Hell the yeah. worst. It's so bad. It is so remarkably bad, and I mean the end, which is where the body horror comes in when she turns in to a mm. beaver, is I mean you you can't you can't write. You, you just can't write the stuff that good. It's perfect. Now you're going to have to go watch Zombies. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm in. I think we should What's do that? it. Has anybody seen Velocipaster? No. No. They filmed it in Millersville, I think. Though. I, think that, I think that we should do a Watch This or Die for that because it's like, I always see it come up as a meme. It's like, the perfect movie doesn't exist. And then it's like Velocipaster. Yeah. A, pastor, a pastor that can like, I guess he can like morph into a velociraptor. I don't know. The um, how did this get made? Podcast did it, and they were all like very complimentary of it being like purposely bad and nailing it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It it's awesome. I mean, he's. Oh, you've seen it? Past. Oh, I've seen it. He's a pastor that <laughs> goes to China. This superpower, refer to it as, and he like a prostitute convinces him to use it for good <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> oh that actually reminds me i got gia to watch the first half of uh hell comes to Frogtown. town oh, finished that and she she was like oh what is this and then like actually sat down on the couch and was like oh this is like what is what what, what is this <laughs> i'm intrigued yeah what the fuck is happening <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, greatness. You're witnessing greatness. Is what you should have told her. <laughs> Let me tell you about Rowdy Roddy Piper. But now we got to sit down and watch the, the rest of it. Yeah, she was asked to finish it. Where did where did you get to? Uh, they were just getting to uh, getting captured by the frog people. I don't think we, we right, quite cool. we didn't quite get there yet. But... Yeah, it's about to pick up, man. <laughs> gotta watch. It's another it's another another movie with a chainsaw fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we did listen to the or she we were in the car together and she listened to the how did this get made about that and she was like we have to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like I I have seen it but we you need to watch it. Yeah, yeah. You can always borrow the Blu-ray from me. Watch them special features. Not a Roddy Piper interview. That one was a pleasant surprise from Jeff. I don't know why you doubt me. I only watch great things. Well, I don't know how true that is, but well, yeah, seventy thirty split. Yeah, the only yeah. Uh, the only yeah, news well. I really had was uh, this is kind of coming off of uh, we just watched it at night two of Camp Blood, but the remake of Children of the Corn. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? Do we care? Apparently, apparently. Uh, Apparently they're care. straying from the the king's story. So, well, yeah, the even the synopsis sounds. That's what makes it a little bit intriguing. It's that it, it, so, it's not post the massacre where the kids wipe out the town. Ta- the town it's happening, uh, like real time. So yeah. the girls trying to recruit all the kids to to do this and kill all the adults, and there's one kid that doesn't agree, and like that's going to become our hero kind of deal. Uh, which I think makes that it story, a... I think that story's ripe for a modern interpretation. So I, I could be in on that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, know. We'll I, I think I was met. I was met with criticism when I said this, but I don't hate that movie. But it's really boring. 
I like that movie. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I don't know about maybe a little boring, maybe a little slow. At times, There's just but... some over the top performances that are. Yeah. Fun. Malachi. I think, yeah. Yeah. Malachi, I think it could yeah. be done really well. I mean, if they cast like Greta Thunberg as the person that's killing all the adults, <laughs> that would be genius. <laughs> That would, be, that would make you have money. stolen my corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it'd be so good. She'd be perfect. Just, let's, let's not close the door on that yet, okay? <laughs> you stolen my corn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, I think you guys are about to get into your list. We are. All right. Well, I'm going to bid you adieu step out on this one uh, in the hopes that you guys don't go for three and a half, four hours. Because um, I think it's, it's I think looking this, like we are. This one could be a doozy. <laughs> um, but good luck to everyone. Good luck with your uh, Evil Dead playing. Yes. Um, uh, Evil Dead the game yep. for free on the PlayStation right now. Uh, download it and come play with me. It's very fun. Um, and I'll cipher. Just like my Instagram, you can find that, me on the PlayStation. That reminds me, before you bow out, I, I bought tickets to uh, the Evil Dead showing Tuesday, the May second. Oh, at the Mahoney. At the Mahoney. Mahoney. Yeah. They're they're starting to announce their programming, and yeah, not that uh, that's going to sell out, but I want I'm trying to get hype about something. So I, we can uh, talk about yeah. it more off air. But I really want to do that Terminator Robocop weekend. Yeah, sure. Like, both both nights. So. Uh, and, Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny. I'm sure that Pete one too. Yeah, it in too. There's oh, a lot man. of shit coming up. Yeah, the announcements have been just great so far. So, all right. Well, I'm gonna take off, boys. All right. Love you, brother. Love, Love you, Jeff. See you, buddy. Later. Love peace and chicken grease. So someone has to say it at the end, by the way. Yeah, we'll do it. All right, boys. Later. See ya. All right, and with that, we're going to take a quick little intermission, then we'll get into our War Games Valentine's Day edition. All right, and we are back. So tonight, for you uh, little post-Valentine's Day action, we, uh, we're stepping out of our, at least out of my comfort zone. That's why I am uh, guest producing tonight. I know a little bit of this subgenre, but we're getting into the top 10 rom-coms, romantic comedies. Uh, so Jerry, I'm hearing that you're like a, an expert in the genre. So when you guys were, when I heard that you were doing body horror, um, the other week and Sean had sent like a list of a couple of them that suggested, and it's like, yeah, I'm not really going to go out of my way to start watching some of these. Um, I'll just listen to the pod and decide what I want to listen to. And then rom-com was thrown out, and it's like, well, I'm just going to watch some of the trashiest rom-coms that Netflix can provide. <laughs> and I realized that, yeah, it's, I mean, I would consider it, I mean, it's such a, it's a deep genre. I mean, I like really bad movies, and rom-coms can provide that, or they can be Ooh. just some of the funniest movies out there. Really um, bad. That's uh, not really bad. It's a great genre. It's, it's it's entertainment but there is a whole lot of guilt associated um a little bit i'm <laughs> a, i'm on the up and up with like the the modern ones the last 10 12 years especially the last uh 6 years because 
Uh, Steph enjoys those a lot, so we watch we watch a lot of them. The classics, I'm clueless. Like, uh, I don't know your your Sleepless in Seattle. All those classics are just not my. I'm sure I would like them. I just haven't watched them. And you know, I I think that like as we go through these, uh, I have a hunch. I won't say necessarily. But I do think that uh, for the most part, um, we as a group are probably going to be uh, trending towards more modern rom-coms um, probably within the next, last like 10 to 20 years. Um, obviously, I mean, like I, 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 I can't speak for everybody else, um, but just given that because it's such a huge genre, if you want to so have a yeah, you could have a classic uh, rom-com uh genre that we could spend you know hours on you could also go and do uh new ones you can also i mean in today's day and age you know it's there's a lot of comedies that can be considered uh that are considered rom-coms and you know it's they it just blends over so much same with indie movies so there's almost subgenres to it so i I can't speak for everyone, but I I just have this hunch that we're going to be kind of more on the modern side of things. Well, Sean, so people can be prepared for it. You might have hinted at something in the group text before we started recording. Are you going to get weird with this? For me? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Like fr- I took this, fringe. No, I I tried to avoid I, I romance, or yeah, like the romance story had to be at the heart of it, and it couldn't be a straight comedy either. Uh, I, I don't think this list is going to get very weird for me. I feel like this this some subgenre shouldn't like the movies that make the list shouldn't need any explaining or defending. I shouldn't. It should be pretty definitive. There are yeah, there are some that like kind of skirt the drama or straight comedy realm that I wouldn't necessarily consider a rom com. Like like I was I, like one that I saw on a couple of lists, like Garden State, came up. Like that's not a rom com. Like it's a romantic movie and it's a drama and there's some comedy elements, but to me that's not a rom com. It's yeah. on your list. Steph, Steph saw uh but she was pulling up lists when we were talking about it. And there was some that just went, like entirely too far uh Dude. into the drama. Like not many comedic elements of these movies at all. Like why are these on lists? Yeah. Right. There uh, was um a list I saw with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah. Mind. Like that movie is so depressing. A, I saw that on a bunch of lists. Yeah, that's what that's what I was kind of referring to. Like you can't call that rom com just because Jim Carrey's in it. No, and what there was one other that I saw, uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. I don't know if you guys would consider that a rom com. I would not. Uh, would one hundred percent consider that a rom com? I think that it transformed the genre. Thank you no, very much. Uh-oh. No, uh-oh. thank you very much. No, right. gotta end up, gotta end up with the person at the end, <laughs> or a person, yeah. I guess. And he meets Autumn. Thank you very uh, much. I don't know. This is we gonna be interesting. We can argue that one out if it comes up. I, right. I have, I have one on my list that uh, I think has a possibility of being vetoed. Uh, it is not Five Hundred Days of Summer. Um, I don't know if it's gonna come up, uh, but I think no matter what, it's worthy of discussion later. Let's get into it. We all right. Got, uh, trivia. So the, the the way this plays out, uh, I'm sure Jerry's familiar, but I'll explain anyway in case we have any uh, 
newcomers to the show for this special episode. We are doing a top 10 list. We have Pete, Sean, and Jerry uh, picking the top 10, going in alternating cycles. Uh, we are going to have trivia to determine who drafts where. So one of the, the perks of trivia is getting the money in the bank, which is a wrestling reference where you can wipe out another player's pick and take it as your own. But Pete has been holding on strong to that money in the bank for, it feels like it's coming up on a year. No, it's not that long. No? All right. I well, used it, it, it's been I a used while. It on the, I used it on the uh, the Leo list. Leo. Oh, that's true. Brad and Pitt. then you won it back. And then I got, and then I got it, back. it back the next episode. Okay, okay. Yeah, Pete's, Pete's strong in the trivia. Did uh, you kick one of my movies off from that list? Yeah, probably. I think you did. Um, I think so, it's Titanic on there. <laughs> so Money in the right, Bank is, is off the table. Uh, so the way it works now is one of the perks, if you win trivia, you can get the first overall pick, which sometimes isn't a benefit because you might get pigeonholed into into picking something that has to be there or, or whatever. Lots of options in this category, though. Lots of options, yeah. yeah so many. Um, one of the, the perks of winning trivia that we all kind of like is getting what we call the quantity over quality so you get more picks than the other players uh, lower on the list lower on the list and then there's kind of like it is a middle of the list uh you get number two overall so with certain topics and genres uh having that two overall you can kind of pigeonhole the number one player into getting the number one movie that you want but that might not be the case this time but anyway so based on trivia uh, if you are quantity over quality, you will have picks 10, 9, 6, and 3. If you're kind of that middle of the pack, usually the loser of trivia, you get picks 8, uh, 5, and 2. And if you are the first overall, you get picks 7, 4, and 1. And uh, the first winner of trivia will decide... Which of those three they want? Are you guys ready for rom com slash how uh, Valentine's Day trivia? Yes. Fuck yeah! All right. Oh. So the first trivia question, uh, not necessarily rom com related. I'll give you that that hint. I'm going to read you a tagline of a movie, and if you don't get it from that, then I'll read a brief synopsis from. IMDb. First to shout it out gets the pick. Alright, the tagline in the movie was Remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day? He remembers you. My bloody Valentine? No. No, I don't, I don't think I know it. Uh, synops- no. Synopsis Five friends are stalked by a masked murderer while preparing for Valentine's Day. Came out in 2001. Oh, Valentine's Day. Mm-mm. Uh, Jesus, is it? I know what va- you did last summer. Va- Valentine? <laughs> Valentine, correct, Pete. <laughs> it's with, it's with uh, David Boreanaz. Yes, and, uh, and our girl, um, what's her name? Denise Richards. I've never heard of this movie. You never seen Valentine? No. Oh, you should watch it. It is uh, very much post-Scream. 
Uh, I know you did last summer. I was trying um, to think of what movies came out around that time that kind of fit. The yeah, it, it was it was all summer. in that shell, but uh, pretty effective. Uh, the serial killer or uh, mass murderer wears like a Cupid mask and like a trench coat, and is just wiping these girls out as they're getting ready for Valentine's Day. It's. I remember this now. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I um I don't watch it every Valentine's Day season, but every other, I'll put it on. Entertaining. Um. So yeah, I, I'll take the quantity, please. All right, Pete's going quantity. I was kind of hoping for quantity on this one. All right. So. Back to rom-coms. Many would say that uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, the duo of actors in the rom-coms You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle, uh, dominated the rom-com scene. What's another movie that they starred in together? Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks? Yes. You mean... Uh, I won't talk. This this out, outside of You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle, Tom Sleep Hanks Seattle. and Meg Ryan have been in three different movies together. Name one of them. Oh, Christ. When you first started by saying Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, I was just about to say Sleepless in Seattle. And then I was going to say You've Got Mail <laughs> without knowing the question. Why don't you give me a year, Vinny? Oof. Um, I can they tell you uh, three other movies together. I can tell you one is very well known, and it is a rom com. Uh, early eighties, I believe. The two other titles, well, one of the one of the three is kind of lesser known. One's middle, but the one is it, it's a pretty big movie and. It was a pretty pretty important rom com of the eighties. Oh fuck! I'll throw you a hint. Uh, there's a aquatic element to it. Castaway. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm pretty sure neither of us are gonna get this. All right, we'll uh, we'll skip over. So the three movies were Splash, Kate and Leopold, and Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. No. There's zero chance. Not Splash? Yeah. No, I never. That's actually the only one of the three I've never heard of. I thought really? Kate and Leopold was uh, Hugh. Hugh. Uh, Hugh. What's his name? Hugh Grant. Uh, no, the Australian guy, Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I thought that was Kate and Leopold. Maybe I'm wrong. Does well, it, I don't think. Tom um, Hanks have. I think that might have been like more sex of a, with a mermaid. That, that's that's Splash, yeah. Right, okay, I thought so, yeah. He probably <laughs> also does it. in Castaway, they just don't show it. <laughs> so I wasn't totally wrong. <laughs> all right, let's ah, see. shit. So, also a rom-com in the early 80s. Uh, what real-life couple was in a rom-com together in the early 80s and has been real life married since. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Oh, Sean coming in strong. Looks good. Mm, Overboard? Overboard, classic. 
great uh, movie. Uh, since this is Jerry's first time on the show, I don't want to give him the pressure of number one, so I will take number one. All right. Very kind of you. I appreciate that. Giving him middle of the pack. I honestly, I kind of like middle of the pack because I like having that number eight pick because it's still like low enough on the list that you can put something that no one's going to complain complain about. But I yeah, think, I'll I, take think, I think you should have gone given Jerry that number one. Nah, I'll take it. Like a like a, like a gentleman's bow kind of deal. Oh, Jer- Jerry, you want number one? I honestly did not want number one because my number one, I think, is not going to be the most popular. Oh, I don't have a number one, so I'm. This is going to be a on the fly. Seat of my pants here, Christine. Yeah, <laughs> it's in it's in many ways a love story. He does love that car. <clears throat> All right, Pete, Hold you're on. kicking us off Try- with number ten. Um, I think if I just open the chat. Your private chat to me will just show up there, right? Find. Well, Harley's pissed about something. Fuck. Hold on. I'm having an operator error. How do I open my chat on my phone? Oh, oh shit. I'm just, I'm just going to text you. Okay. I got my phone right here. Yes, I don't. I don't feel super strongly about a number one here. I'm just throwing this out there. I mean, with I kinda... this, I think there's a clear-cut number one. Do you? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know about that. I've got a, I've got a contender, I think, for number one. I wouldn't say it would be. it should be a number one. It's my number one. I mean, my number one is definitely... I mean, I would think a lot of people's, but it's the one out of this whole subgenre that I continuously watch. It's one of those, it's on cable, I'm leaving it on. Anyway. All right, Benny, you got it. I got it. Pete's, Pete's uh, number 10 pick. A uh, lot of laughs in this one. We have The Heartbreak Kid. So this is, uh, came out in like the, I think this came out around the time we were in college. It's like a 2000, um, 2009 maybe, I want to say. 2007. Um, 2007. Um, Ben Stiller joint. Um, basically, he meets a woman that he thinks is the one. They they get married real quick. She it turns out to be a nightmare. But when they're on their honeymoon, he meets the real perfect woman of his dreams, and it's really just a whole ordeal of him trying to get out of the one thing while also trying to. Uh, you know, win the other woman over and uh, just tons and tons of laughs. Um, uh, it's uh, cast as Michelle Monaghan is like the real love interest. Uh, Malin Ackerman is the girl he marries too early. Uh, his dad's in it. Um, uh, Jerry, Jerry Stiller. You put Jerry Stiller in uh, anything and I'm just in. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride's in this movie. Uh, just a ton of tons of fun. Uh, um, and I think that maybe not the only uh, Ben Stiller movie that might end up on here. I don't know, but uh, uh, I think it's a good bottom of the list movie. It's rated R, so it's like pretty raunchy. And 
I just remember watching this a lot in college, smoking weed and watching this a lot. It's great. And I, I haven't seen it in a while. And uh, it was very fitting uh, for the upcoming list that I, I watched this while we were at the resort. I watched a, I watched oh, really? a lot of like <laughs> no shit weird movies. <clears throat> you know, like obviously we didn't have time to watch anything start to finish. But just like that uh, getting ready for dinner kind of phase of the evening uh, there was all kinds of like just random movies on at that resort, and I was into it. And this was one of them. Uh, I caught caught a little bit of it. It's it's so funny that that Ben Stiller freak out with the mariachi band by like, when they're having lunch by the by the ocean. Yeah, the whole <laughs> yeah. scene with the mariachi bands is good. Oh uh-huh. man, so good. Um, and with this subgenre, all these love stories are super unrealistic, right? For the most part. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing's really that grounded. And this one's ridiculous. But uh, the performance out of um, Malin Ackerman, I mean, she was great. To the point where she makes you uncomfortable and uneasy with how crazy she is. uh, Where it becomes more uncomfortable than it is funny. Which is is for sure. Is she the one who gets stung by the jellyfish? Or no, so, someone else. She, she she's, the she she's, she's the one who pees. She's the one who pees on him. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like on Ben Stiller in front of the other woman too. I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, I'm gonna pee on you, and he's like, wait, what? Yeah, she was it, shockingly good performance by her. I mean, she was. She, I thought she was phenomenal. I mean, because she really sold that role. But yeah, top to bottom. I mean, cast all things considered. Right. I say that because of Jerry Stiller. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? Yeah, good. this is not a movie I've watched anytime recently, but one that I've seen a bunch of times and always thought was funny. I mean, a, a lot of these movies I've seen so many times, I wish I could have refreshed all of them from this list, but I have every movie I'm going to pick, I've seen easily like 10 times. Maybe I haven't seen this movie 10 times, but the rest of these that I will pick 100%. Yeah, I, I do remember watching, like, we crushed this movie and Forgetting Sarah Marshall a lot in college. Yeah, we did. Um, and I, I don't think I've watched it since. So having that few minutes, you know, to watch it while we're at the resort, it, it brought up all the memories in the scenes. Like, I remembered all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's fun stuff. If you yeah, haven't, if you haven't I, seen it, definitely... Definitely check it out. No, this you're right. Like, I, this movie was always on in college. Whether or not like you were actually watching it, it was always on in the background or somebody flipped it on the TV just for a, a silly laugh. Yeah. Probably one of the last uh, that I can remember off the top of my head, one of the last comedies that he did because he's gone into the more serious realm with both the TV show that he directs and produces. And he did that Walter Mitty movie, which I liked, yeah. but it was kind of like drama. Um. All right, yeah. Cool. All right. I'm sending off my next one to Vinny. All right. And this one, this one is specifically for Vinny. It has his oh, favorite act- actress in it. <laughs> Can I put a commissioner? I'm gonna try to think of a way that the commissioner like override this somehow. Come on, it's a great movie. Oh no. Pete has selected at number nine. 
one great, great, incredible actor and a bitch. Oh, that bitch. Oh, no. Oh, as good no. as it gets. <laughs> um, in my opinion, this could be higher on the list, but I didn't think it was on anyone else's radar, maybe. Um, this movie, I've watched this movie so many times, and Jack Nicholson never fails to make me laugh. And he's so, he's such a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you got to figure that like he puts, he's got to put a lot of himself, like he got, he has to be like really abrasive in real life, but like in a comedic way. So I feel like he puts a lot of himself into, there's like, there's specifically three roles that I think where he's almost the same character. This, um, something's got to give with Diane Keaton and the bucket list. Or he's just this like ornery, but like rich, you know, nothing can stop me kind of um, character. And, uh, but I find it so lovable. And, uh, um, th- I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to this movie. Uh, basically, he fall, he crushes hard on this waitress who, and he's got OCD. And so everything he needs to be is so specific. But then, uh, Helen Hunt, the waitress, like her son's sick and she's not there. And then it's just this over, I mean, we, you want to talk over the top scenarios, Vinny. I mean, yeah. he, he, he buy he like, you know, pays for the doctor to um, help the kid. And they, all three of them go on a road trip to um, help uh, Simon, who's uh, Greg Kinnear's character, who was robbed and is a, poor, is, a, is a poor painter and all this stuff. And, and uh, there's so many, He's just, um, he's just so homophobic towards him the entire movie. This, this movie's so not mean. getting this movie's not getting made today. Oh it's no! So he, he's like Carol the waitress meets Simon the fag. <laughs> like, uh, um, and then when they're and when, and she's she's like on this road trip being so like sincere to Greg Kinnear's character, and then he and he tells this whole story about how his dad hands him this wad of sweaty money and. And the, and he just like later on he's just like why don't we, you know, keep going so you can go to your father and get another wad of sweaty money and it's just like and he's just he, every it's just so good, and uh, and how and how every time that he's like, he's like you're like oh man he's like doing it he's charming her and then he just like totally fucks it up mm-hmm. like when he he has to go he won't wear the 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 jacket that they want to give him at the crab restaurant, and like she walks in she's looking gorgeous she's telling him how how good he looks after he goes and buys a suit. And he's like, he's like, yeah. So how come they make me go out and buy a new jacket and they let you in in a house dress? And it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. I... Um, but yeah, this is one of those like tales of uh, people that, you know, maybe shouldn't be together, but somehow work out. And I don't know. I love this movie. Yeah, me the like, the one person's not deserving at all, but it works out for them and they find love. Like yeah. it's happened countless times in these movies, but yeah, I mean, I, I do love this movie. It's just, I mean, maybe I should, see, I should, I should briefly see a shrink about my hate for this woman. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it stems from. I think it's just, is it just her face? <laughs> I think it's her face and the way she talks and holds herself. Just everything. Wait, wait. But, so this is this is Helen Hunt. 
Yeah. Yeah, he hates Helen Hunt. Hate Helen Hunt. Okay, I just Oh, even I Twister. Really glad I said. But the movie she's in, like, there's, there's, I mean, Contact. I'm out. She's a fucking dork. I, I hate that movie. But, uh, but like Twister, I love this movie. I love. Uh, what Woman Want? I love. But so she's in these movies that I, I like the movie. Just her on screen presence just irks the shit out of me. And I have no idea why. Like it must be something ingrained in me as a, from youth. I have no idea. For a hot set second, I thought this was going to be what women want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, much lesser but, movie, but, but it's also a Mel Gibson. Not a fine movie. I just, I forgot about it as good as it gets until Pete said it. All right. But good movie. Great cast. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. was also good in this. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. hilarious. In this oh, yeah. Uh, really funny. I remember watching this when I was like a kid. Like, why did my parents show me this movie? You know what? I think there's a lot of movies that I, I same thing. Like I saw when I was like, maybe like 10 or 11. It's because like my when parents, it came out. And yeah, I think my dad had this on a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like my, my parents had certain movies on VHS and I would watch them on like days where I was like homesick. Cause like after you watch your morning cartoons, there's nothing else on in the afternoon. So I would just be like searching through like the movie cabinet and would be like, Hmm. That's the guy that plays the Joker. Let's see what happens. <laughs> There's a dog on the cover. That's what's that all yeah. about? And that bitch from Twister. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still feel bad that I called her the c word while we were recording. <laughs> that was, that was over the line. I've said it before. That was over the line. Well, that's her own fault for it rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's who's next? Is it Sean or Jerry? No, it's Jerry. Uh, we got Jerry coming in. And sending to you now. Don't take my movie. I'm curious how well this is going to go over. Mm, do I know this movie? You do. Okay. All right, Jerry's coming in with the number eight pick, Just Friends. Oh my oh, god, he, so good! <laughs> I uh, I just watched this the other day. This is such an easily I knew, yeah. I knew one of you two were gonna pick this, so that's why I wanted to refresh myself. Is this Mila Kunis? No, Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart, Anna Faris. Um, who is it that plays the the, the jockey kind of guy? That's the Chris, Chris Klein. Thank you, Dusty yeah. Dink, Dusty Dinkelman. <laughs> Steve Dinkelman. Yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds plays a uh, fat guy in love with Amy Smart, the captain of cheerleading squad and all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw this. He's super fat. He leaves. because It also takes place in Jersey, which, of course, remember that very well. He leaves, goes to L.A., um, becomes, you know, huge star, comes back over Christmas. Um. In great shape with his uh, one of the recording artists that he's working with, Anna Ferris, who is just phenomenal. And, you know, hijinks occur, driving a Porsche around New Jersey with all of the snow. It's it's just a it's just a great movie, top to bottom. So easily rewatchable. I rewatched it the uh, last week. I think it's an hour and a half long. Quick, easy, so much fun. 
Um, I think one of the big factors in uh, rom-coms, especially, is you have to have the like very stereotypical songs that go on throughout. They nail it. They nail it straight through. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a it's, it's a ton of fun movie, and that's it's one of the most rewatchable ones. I could have put it higher because I think it's such a fun movie. This also doubles, uh, this is a Christmas movie too, or at least it takes place around Christmas. Uh, yeah. Because that's why he comes home. He's coming home for the holidays. So it's a little bit of a Christmas rom-com, but not like a, not like a Hallmark kind of Christmas rom-com, but. Uh, I mean, it could, it could be, it could be reworked, but he's, his character is so sarcastic. Like it's Ryan Reynolds. So that's why it wouldn't work as a hallmark but it's like you know it's almost like it's it, this is like pre-hallmark movie almost yeah, making it, fun of yeah, a, it is. almost making fun of a hallmark movie yes sort of dude <laughs> his mom played by julie haggerty is so fucking funny in this dude. yeah great <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i'm glad it's... you put this I, I wasn't necessarily gonna put this on the list and i'm, I'm glad you did because this movie is very very funny yeah, it's and you know this was something else that I was kind of also struggling with when getting into the subgenres of it all, um, because you start putting Christmas movies in, and you know what classifies as a Christmas movie, what classifies as a rom com, because uh, there's some great ones in there that could come up. I won't get into it. We can talk about that at the end, of course, too. And this is kind of early Ryan Reynolds too. Like this is before he was known as like a big heartthrob yeah yeah and also you know it's because he he he's been in a number of you know movies that i guess you could kind of are in that rom-com you know, that kind of cross the line into just pure comedy and go back and forth um but i think that this was kind of his first like step into that so and it, it was i mean he, he crushed it and Anna Ferris, I will forever have a huge crush on. And my she's God, great. she's yeah. phenomenal. Whatever happened to Amy Smart? I, I, feel like I, I feel like I haven't seen her in anything in like forever. She was in everything for a good At this time, you know, yeah. Yeah. At this time, she was in everything. And then she just fell off the map. What was it that put Ryan Reynolds on the map? Was there something specific? Um, Van it was Wilder? That, yeah, Van Wilder. Uh, that was a little bit. That was a couple of years. That was still that was so early. Him though. I mean, Deadpool was the big one, but there was but he was still around before that. Yeah, the no, propo- Van Wilder. Van Wilder the proposal was, like- was before that, which. Mm-hmm. Could come up again. Maybe it was Blade Three. Blade Three, X Men Three. <laughs> it wasn't Blade Three. Uh, no, but I do he, love that his, movie. I feel like his first big one, whether it was Colt or not, was Waiting. That was kind that's of yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. That's it. Hmm. All right. Sean has his number seven pick in. We're going to two thousand two. I believe this is a Reese Witherspoon joint. Of course it is. All right. Sweet Home Alabama. I love this movie so much. And I can know you guys know that. 
Uh, Vinny, have you seen it? Um, I believe I watched this one with my sister in our youth, and I've not seen it yeah. since. Huh. Yeah, I don't know how well this rewatches for you in that scenario, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I've seen this movie a thousand times and enjoy watching it every time. I think my sister might have like burned a hole in the DVD of watching yeah. this one. Yeah, I don't. I think this trends more towards women than than men. But I always uh, <coughs> have had a huge crush on Reese Witherspoon. Uh, the rest of the cast of this movie is pretty good. Uh, Patrick Dempsey, Josh Lucas plays her love interest, who uh, she gets pregnant in high school with his kid and she ends up having an abortion and moving to new york and becoming kind of like just friends she becomes a big star and you know then she ends up going back home uh trying to get her parents to come to her wedding and she sees her old love interest and you know sparks fly but uh man i don't know something about this movie that every time i watch it uh just love it how's the Strong comedy elements of this one? I mean, I always get a laugh out of it. But no, I would say this is a little bit lighter on the comedy as far as some of these movies go. But no, the comedy's there. The, the comedy's there. I mean, I, it's, never there. Been, it's never been one of my favorites. My fiance and future father-in-law, uh, I hear, I feel like, go back to your double wide and fry something at oh, least fantastic. Like, twice a month. <laughs> and never saw the movie, except they would just constantly quote it. And I finally saw it. I mean, the best. Yeah, not soon after Reese Witherspoon punches uh, Candace, uh, <laughs> Candace Bergen in the face. Go back to your double wide and fry something. Yeah, some good Southern humor in this, and that's eh, a sweet story. Pete, what are your thoughts? I don't know if I've seen this more than oh. once, if I've even seen it. Come on. I, I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. I, I remember um, when I saw the title, Reese Witherspoon, and I have vague memories of my sister making me watch it, because that was the trade-off when we were kids. I made her watch horror. She made me watch her bull bullshit. Uh, well, I was trying to figure out if this was the one with um... Fred Ward's in this. Oh, I love Fred Ward. Uh, he plays her dad, who also What's is the a one with Orlando an actor. Mm. I was I was confusing this with the one where he's the love interest. But... No, nope, go watch this movie. Tell me you don't love it. Yeah, I'll ask. Um, this Steph is a uh, self-proclaimed expert on the genre, and she didn't mention this one. I'll have to run a buyer when we're done. She may have just forgotten about it, or maybe she's got no. maybe she's got Reese Witherspoon beef. No, I think this is a good uh, bottom of the list movie, but it's also a personal favorite, so I couldn't not have it on there. Oh yeah. Gotta get those on. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because I have a a, a a love for Reese Witherspoon that might sway my opinion a little bit, but it's a good movie. Definitely worth a watch. 
All right, coming in. Uh, Pete's got the next pick. Coming in close to the middle here. Love the movie, but kind of surprised. I don't know why. Just surprised to see it this high up. Pete's coming up with uh, Knocked Up. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a classic that I think introduced us to a lot of people. Um, we already knew Paul Rudd, but he kind of like came in in a different role in this. Um, was my intro to Seth Rogen, at least as certainly as like a main character. I think maybe 40 year old Virgin came out before this, but he's kind of just like a side character in that. Um, I hadn't seen Freaks and Geeks yet, so I didn't know him from that. Um, this was definitely his first like main character role. Um, uh, Jason Siegel is in this as one of the roommates and he's hilarious. I love, I always love the line, um, when he says it's amazing how fast the milk arrives. <laughs> um, it's such a funny, hilarious and creepy thing to say to a pregnant woman. Um, <laughs> I love Martin. Starr. And, uh, Martin Starr is so good. Yeah. Uh, and it's an early Apatow movie, right? Like, I mean, it was like this 40 year old virgin. Um, and uh, another rated R uh, rom com definitely gets raunchy at times. Um, flips the script a little bit because, like, you know, they're she's gonna have the baby, but you know, they're not to really together. They try dating, but then they break up and they're just like friends, and then. They end up getting together in the end. Uh, uh, but I love his. I love he and uh, he and Paul Rudd's uh, like chemistry in this movie. Um, they do the again, and these are jokes that I, I, you know, even this, even though this was what like 12, 15 years ago, um, the jokes like you know, I know you're gay. You listen to Coldplay, <laughs> and like they they make those. You know, he's like. You know how I know you're gay? I may, I watched you macrame yourself a pair of jean shorts. <laughs> and just like those uh, those little jokes. That's that's what like makes uh, I think Judd Apatow's comedy writing and 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 these guys like ability to um ad lib and, and just like the shorthand um that Paul Rudd does is like so hilarious. And just like the little the little jokes end up being the funniest ones. Well, the the thing that Judd Apatow like always captured for me it was like the the laughs and all the the stuff with like the guys like ripping each other that that like felt very real to me. Like, like that's how like, like that's the kind of shit we would say to each other. Yeah, just like when yeah. we're just busting stones and ripping each other. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. He, he captured that so well. Great cast in this. Um, hilarious movie, and it's um. It is kind of so we're talking about these um fantasy stories with rom-coms and and how the couples meet. This is kind of a more grounded one. Like yeah. You know, like you know, you're 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 out having a good time. Something happens and you have a pregnancy and maybe things work out and you end up together. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing that like I feel like uh um is a thing that we said a lot in college but uh when uh when he's like i don't want to use the word but it rhymes with shmushmortion <laughs> he's like do you want 
Do you want me to maybe drop you off at the Schmushmorschen <laughs> clinic so you can get a Schmushmorschen? <laughs> I still uh, use that line to this day. I know. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I had cut out there for a minute, but um, I heard you mention like some of just like the short, quick lines from that movie. And I'll never forget one of my favorite lines from that is when <laughs> they're in the hotel room in Vegas and he's got the chairs all lined up in a circle and Paul Rudd just keeps talking about the chairs and <laughs> the tall one is gawking at me and the short one is being very droll. <laughs> I don't know why, but I find that to be hilarious. I, I was going to say one of my one of the scenes I always think about or one of my favorite scenes from this movie is when Leslie Mann is trying to get into the club and keeps getting turned away and Craig Robinson is the bouncer. Yeah. And she's she goes on like a tirade like, oh, like just because I'm not slutty enough, I'm not young enough. And he's like, listen, I fucking hate this job. I'd let you in if I could. I can't let you in. You're hot as fuck. I would tear your ass up, but you're fucking you're fu you're old as fuck. <laughs> Like the the whole scene is so so funny. Um, I love the intro in the beginning. Of this movie starts with a uh, uh, old dirty bastard playing, and they're just like partying at their like, you know, bachelor pad. Um, it's a great intro. Yeah, I, I love. Um, they're making the nip slip uh, website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, just just good stuff. Yeah, you know, Pete, I have to say, when you first said this, I was like, eh, you know, I, I yeah, it is, I guess. And then reminiscing back on it, and also kind of considering how they just kind of they didn't create a franchise, but they kind of just created a series of movies by Judd Apatow, kind of in a way based off of this. Right. Um, yeah. Just phenomenal. All right, that leaves us to... Uh, all right, Jerry, you're up. Okay, I will send this to you. Nervous. Uh, it, I'm not sure We're how... We're in the this top gonna, five now. We're in the top five. I'm not sure how this is going to go over. You got me nervous, and I ain't picking. Uh, a bit... A little... Uh, Maybe unorthodox, um, but a very modern take. Going unorthodox very... in the top five. I know. Huh. Uh, all right. This is unorthodox. I'm not going to write it down quite yet. <laughs> all right. Jerry's coming in with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, I'm not against it. It's on my list. Oh, it is? Okay. But my, it's, it's on my very long list. It made um, it made the long list, not a top ten for me. Um, a top ten for me, but I'm willing to have conversation to fight back on this one. I'm I'm not against it. No, I think it I think it fits. It's got like a comic book spin on the whole thing, but I, I think it fits. Yeah, and I think that that's probably where I'm coming in at with it. Just kind of my love for comic books and all the associated. You know, I I'd mentioned before, I think that's something that's uh, that I love about the modern uh, comic book or I'm sorry, the modern rom-com movies is the way they incorporate music and kind of where they can kind of where the music can kind of come in. 
this was a completely different take on it um, where it was music was kind of more or less the actual fight over the romantic aspect of it all. An absolutely stacked cast, all things considered. I mean, with how they kind of ended up, you know, I mean, Chris Evans is in it, which just doesn't make much sense at the time, but Brie Larson being uh, one of the villains, um, Anna Kendrick's in it, uh, Michael Sarah, of course. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, it's a great um, adaptation. You know, you have to fight for the girl that you want to start dating, and you're actually fighting with her exes. Um, and I thought, you know, it's comic book uh, twists. Um, that's what the action is. Uh, it's fun. It's lighthearted. Uh, watchable again. Uh, and you walk away happy, which I think is what, you know, it's we, we were talking about how, like, you can't have Eternal, Spot, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind because it's just a deeply depressing movie. This is not. So I'm a huge fan. Now, and this is a an Edgar Wright film who has done so much good shit and and this included but uh he did just recently last night in Soho he did The World's End uh mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz Shaun of the Dead I think too uh, Yeah Baby Driver dude's directed a ton of shit and this is you know this is another good one that he did yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's I I. This was another one where I was going back and I was just trying to think of the ones that, as Pete said before, what are movies that you've like that you've watched many times before? Um, this is one. This is one where I find very rewatchable, and I think it just fits the mark. Oh, and I love Jason Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a babe. Thank yep. you. Yeah, I'm literally. Right. I mean, there. It's like every, every, like celebrity babe that has gone on to do something, um, like successful in Hollywood ever, ever since this movie. Like uh, Aubrey Plaza's in it too. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Very funny. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. The. Uh, drummer in the band is um allison pill um yep. so yeah it's karen, karen calkins in it yeah <laughs> yes was uh um blanking on his name was uh congressman santos in this movie too yeah george george santos, george santos yeah yeah, I believe yes. he was. Yeah. <laughs> what? He, I believe Kieran Culkin has sex with him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in drag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have not seen this one. Should I put it on the list? Oh, you'd love this, Vinny. Yeah. You'd really love this movie. Yeah, this yeah. movie's this movie's great. Worthy of the top five, I think. Not on mine, but it's a good it's a good film. All right, I dig it. All right, who's I bring up next? Sean. That's yeah, it's me, and I'm I'm going back in time. Okay, okay. We're going with a uh, 
80s selection of Arthur from 1981. Ooh. Uh. You guys also, know this movie? I have not seen this one. I've seen the reboot more, mm-hmm. but I have seen it. No, hey. I actually I didn't watch the reboot. Uh, it used to be on TV a lot, but no, the who's in the original? Uh, Dudley Moore. There you go. Dudley Moore was the original. Uh, was Arthur in the original film? Uh, his love interest was Liza Minnelli. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, the backstory is Arthur is a billionaire playboy played by Dudley Moore. Uh, and to get his fortune, his family is he's a, he's a drunk in the film, and to get his fortune, his family is forcing him to marry another high status woman who he does not love, and he falls in love with a waitress played by Liza Minnelli. Uh, and the movie just follows him going on dates with Susan and then meeting this woman, Liza Minnelli, and he's drunk the entire time, and he's such an asshole, and he's such a dick, but he's also hilarious. You know, and he's trying to decide whether or not he wants to, you know, go for the love of his life or take this, IMDb says, $750 million fortune. The movie's hilarious. And if I didn't know any better, I'd say he was actually drunk the entire time filming filming this film because he plays it so well. It's very, very funny. The great 80s, great 80s movie just plays this happy drunk Uh Either you guys or any of you guys have you watched this movie recently I'm not, or I'm not that familiar with it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. How's oh, please, uh, please, how's Arthur please. two? Uh, no, never watched it. I don't <laughs> think it got very good reviews. Yeah, I, I watched it, and um, this it's been a, it's been a while. It's a fun movie. It's it's a really good fun movie. Definitely deserving of top five nod. Um, I honestly, I'm kind of embarrassed that it didn't even come to my mind. Um, no, I, I, well, it's it's also been a while since I've watched this, so I, I'm pretty sure this falls under the purview of rom com. I think it's billed as a rom com, but and Morty Seinfeld's in it. Jerry's dad from the show. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's good. It's a it's a fun. It's a it's a good movie. It's it's. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself like I I really should watch that again because I I've seen more recently the the re- the reboot and it's it's bad. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the reboot. Uh, that didn't really interest me all that much. But Dudley Moore was a fantastic actor and really really shines in this movie. And definitely yeah. drunk the whole movie. I, I kind of wish Jeff was on here because I feel like Jeff probably watched Arthur and liked it, but maybe not. Is but it, no, is watch- it, uh, interesting. The writer and director Steve Gordon, uh, born and raised in Chester, PA, he sadly passed away a year after the movie came out. He was only like forty-three years old. Um, <laughs> not mu- not much to his filmography, other than this, but. Uh, might explain why Arthur 2 was as bad as it was. Well, yeah, that came, I, like the, the that reviews came of this movie seven years the, later in '88. Yeah, this this won a bunch of Ox, uh, Oscars, a bunch of nominations, oh, and right. then Arthur Arthur 2 was just like a very poorly reviewed movie. How do you even do a two out of that? Well, 
Alright, hold on. While we're at it, let me see if I can pull up the synopsis of Arthur 2. But, but like, my family, st we'll still quote this movie, like, he gets drunk and he, he has a driver and he'll ask his driver to take the scenic route and he's like, oh, take me, take me through the park. You know how I love the park. He's just, like, drunk in the back of his cab. <laughs> you know, Sean, I actually think that the first time I ever saw this movie was at your house with your parents. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure that, because the two movies that I remember distinctly now that I'm starting to think back on that I watched with you and your parents was this and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, Susan, the, the woman he's supposed to marry, his, and he, he, like, breaks the wedding off at the wedding ceremony reception and that her dad takes a knife out of a block of cheese and is going to try to stab him stab arthur and he goes oh do, do you think he wants some cheese <laughs> oh god it's a great great 80s stupid rom-com arthur too uh it sounds interesting rated pg uh arthur two on the rocks uh, Dudley Moore and Liza Minnelli are back, uh, with some other of the original cast from the first one. Uh, Arthur loses his fortune for staying with Linda, right as the two were preparing to adopt a child. As their marriage suffers, Arthur plans for a way to get his money back. Yeah. But he, but he must sober up to do so. Oh, that sounds terrible, then. <laughs> He's going to be sober? Pass. Yep. Nah, give this movie a watch if you haven't. Tell me if it's deserving of being in its spot. But I love this movie. I, I, and I wanted to throw uh, an older movie on here because the rest of my movies are, are all very modern. I dig it. All right, Pete. We so, got the, I, uh, I'm hoping that this isn't messing up anybody because I think that this is like... I mean, it's not only one of the greatest comedies of all time, but definitely one of the greatest rom-coms of all time. Hmm. And I'm sticking it at number three because it's my last pick. I definitely agree. Uh, well, with both the, the comedy part, didn't think of it while thinking of this subgenre, but Pete's coming in with Groundhog Day. Yep, on my list. So, I mean... This movie goes without saying that it's, I mean, as Bill Murray shines over and over every day, repeated, um, and it definitely doesn't start off like a rom com because he's, you know, he's very unlikable. I mean, it's certainly too. He, he, you're charmed by his just entertainment value as a viewer, but he's unlikable to everyone else on screen, and. Um, uh, my my mother hates this movie because she thinks that it's like he's like cheating his way into you know winning her heart but he actually changes and that's the whole point to the whole you know that's why he is finally able to wake up on february 2nd is that you know he he uh and and like and there's 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 a decent amount of drama in this too because like he's never able to save that old man and that's that's like the thing that he can never get back get past. Um, 
but uh just i mean this movie just over and over again um with just with the ned ned ryerson and he just punches him in the face um and uh yeah just um the classic line of uh i got a i got a weather report for you it's gonna be cold and it's gonna be gray and it's gonna last you the rest of your life uh and then when he steals the groundhog and drives off the cliff and the quarry um just uh classic bill murray uh and uh, who else am, am I missing? This movie just, uh, it hits on all levels. Oh yeah, Andy McDowell is just great as the, uh, as the foil, love interest. Uh, Chris Elliott as the cameraman. Um, Bill Murray's brother as the, um, He's the head man of um, of uh, Gobbler's Knob, which is the most unfortunate name of a place you could possibly imagine. <laughs> um, Gary, you must have been to Punxsutawney. So I'm really glad you bring this up. So I've <laughs> only ever driven through Punxsutawney. Um, and uh, this year, uh, like all years, I watched the Groundhog Sea, uh, like, you know, come out to see its shadow or not and my love of all obscure things included with most ridiculous pennsylvania things uh myself and three friends we got a hotel room for next year's groundhog day uh we will be going this is not something i ever want to miss out on ever i like i need to see this it's just such an outrageous uh concept but no this this movie I, I had it on, I actually had it in my top 10 also. I didn't know where I was going to fit in. Um, it's great. I will say this. Um, uh, the X-Files had an episode that came out before this movie, and I'm pretty sure that they just ripped it from the X-Files, but that's neither here nor there. You know what? You know, it's... That's very accurate. I never thought about that. Yeah. 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 I'm in the process of uh, rewatching the X-Files, it's been a wonderful trip, um, but yes. So I love uh, the X Files no. so much, so much. It's great, uh, but yeah, no Groundhog Day. I mean, it, I completely agree with you, Pete. I think it's deserving. It's a uh, it's a shame that again that Jeff isn't on for this list. Uh, he hasn't done it in a handful of years, but when we first started being boys, uh, him and his friends that he grew up with had a tradition every single year they drove out and got a hotel for Groundhog Day and just got rip roaring drunk for it. Yeah. 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 It was like yeah. a thing. They did it every single year. I can't believe I've never gone to Punxsutawney, woken up in at like three in the morning and started getting drinking my face off. Yeah. They, they it's were just kind of embarrassing. Get hammered. And I, I guess when him and his his boys like growing up like you know, uh, they stopped doing that. He like early on in our friendship, he asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, "No, I don't want to fucking go to Groundhog Day and get drunk." But uh, maybe I should reconsider. Maybe that should hey, be. A, we're going. Should be a killer pod crew trip. I'm Ed. Don't don't say no to it just yet. If if you boys are interested, <laughs> you know, we'll get another room. This will be great. <laughs> uh, that's good. 
Where is it exactly? Punxsutawney, I believe, is in Elk County, which is like northwestern Pennsylvania. Okay. So it's a drive. Oh, it's 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 a hike. Yeah, it's it's a, a drive hike. through nothing. Um, there's a lot of nothing along the way. Yeah. And then nothing when you get there. No, there's a lot of groundhogs. But aside from that. Oh, there's multiple groundhogs? The entire town's economy is based off of Groundhog Day. Like, it's a completely tourist town now. Good for them. It's, you know, can't knock somebody trying to make a buck. Making stuff happen. Yeah. All right. Mm. So we are on to Sean. No, Jerry. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Sorry, you're number one. Jerry. Oh, yeah. This is... Oof. Jerry, whatever you do here is going to determine the way number one goes. So, with this one, I've gone... I've got, like, a top three here, and I'm going to go with a more modern choice, but I think a bit more of a crowd favorite that is very well respected um and we'll see how it goes over okay this was uh on or the top of many lists that i saw uh jerry is going with crazy stupid love mm. i just rewatched yeah. this yeah it's uh, another another great you know uh a very easily rewatchable movie you know, I, I feel bad that um, I didn't go with something more, uh, less modern. But uh, once again, Statcast, uh, an absolutely ridiculous plot line, I think. You know, starts off uh, very normal. Steve Carell, you know, Julianne Moore going through a divorce. Very kind of typical going along the way um, of a typical rom-com. Ryan Gosling comes along. Uh, helps him remake his life, I, I guess. I, I mean, I don't want to spoil things, but I don't know who hasn't seen this movie yet. Um, and uh, uh, you just get some phenomenal, you know, uh, cast of characters along the way with some good twists and turns, some good heartfelt love. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, uh, Julianne Moore, Marissa Tomei, who, as always, is a babe. Um, and uh, Kevin Bacon, who is also always a babe. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, I, I could have put it uh, a little bit lower. I could also make the argument for being number one, um, I think. Uh, but just a fun, fun movie all around. Kevin Bacon. Dude, I sent it to Pete. That fight, the fight scene... At the end of the movie, when Brian Gosling figures out who Kevin Bacon's character is, and he's like, "Oh, who are you?" and he's like, "Oh, I'm David." You're David Linhagen. David Linhagen. Yeah, and he just, like, oh Lin-Hagen. yeah. He like takes his ring off and punches him in the face. That oh god! Like an ultimate bro moment, and all too. Yeah, it was phenomenal. You're David Linhagen. Do you know how much pain you've caused, my friend? <laughs> I love the kids' greatness too. Like. When he comes in the office, he's trying to be all like, 
get in with like the with um the kid and he's like he's like you're david lynn hagen aren't you he's like lynn hagen he's like listen here lynn hagen <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hagen hagen <laughs> yeah that's uh, that it's a it's a good quotable movie actually so even though i think it a little bit more on the on the romance on the romantic side of a rom-com uh but it's it's got a good it's got a good uh blend between the two the one thing that i was like that like as far as like the unre- unrealistic elements is i'm like where is this bar what is this bar that is like always open but is somehow like a it's almost like a like a moss Eisley without the aliens like it's just like <laughs> what what's what's happening here uh we're, we're just there's there's always women to be picked up and then yeah there's always lonely men at the bar i'm like does this place actually exist i don't think this place exists i'm sure we could probably find an equivalent in doylestown uh normally a little bit older women but yeah nonetheless maybe that 86 west pace or station tap house with yeah. carmen and my ex-girlfriend the spot for that where I grew up would be the Buck Hotel. Okay. okay. The Buck. <laughs> I've been to the Buck Hotel. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uncle, Uncle Dave used to go there prowling. <laughs> <laughs> Open mic night. <laughs> All right. So, coming in with the number one pick. Uh, I'm a little surprised. I, I'm not disappointed because I, I love this movie. Um, but surprise is hit number one. I'm I'm curious to see what Pete and Jerry have to say. We have Forgetting Sarah Marshall from 2008. Nice. Yep. I don't. I actually don't know what else I was. Gonna, well, I had some others that I thought about putting there, but I was either gonna put this or Groundhog Day flip flopped, so it really worked out in my favor. Uh, this this movie... was number one. This movie is so fucking quotable from oh, top to bottom. I was getting ready this to quote. <laughs> yeah. This is a comfort movie for me. Like, like, like hang hung over, put this on, like feel good. If you're down, put this on, feel good. Just like, it's it, just... it has everything. Yeah. This movie has everything. It has the Dude. comedy. It has the beauty. It has a great love story. And again, with all the far, it's a little far fetched, but pretty grounded love story like this could happen yeah a guy gets left by his very famous uh girlfriend and csi yes dude the see the songs they sing the csi (laughs) songs are so 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 funny i mean can can we i think that billy baldwin's cameo it's one of the greatest cameos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> what is it? Guy gets killed by a master. What the masturbating dog murderer? Yeah, all the victims are sad, but at least the dogs are happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy Baldwin's great in all of those scenes. Fun <laughs> yeah. and and Jason Siegel, who bears it all in this movie, literally full uh, frontal. Full frontal is he's so good. He's so so good. The rock opera is fucking awesome. Uh, no, Dude. I want I want all of that. I want to I want to go see that. Die. Die. 
if I, if I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> like the first thing I would do if I hit the lottery, I would contact Jason Siegel's people. Like, what needs to happen for us to make this happen? <laughs> I mean, there's never been anything like fake in a movie that I've ever wanted to be real as much as I want that to be real. <laughs> I, I think the moment I knew that the movie was going to be damn near perfect was when they were when uh she comes back from like work and says like oh so like what have you been doing the whole time you were i was gone and it's running through like monday (laughs) tuesday wednesday and then you (laughs) shall not pass (laughs) um he's and he's he has like the giant like mixing bowl full of cereal oh yeah yeah. the the supporting um, cast in this i mean it might be the best ever in a rom-com and it's fantastic and i mean like so you have russell brand who just kills it bill Hader, who has limited scenes but is so funny with his wife he's uh, so funny the pearl oh my god so good <laughs> i don't were, even, you wear, were you wearing that before blood. were you wearing that necklace yeah <laughs> uh, you really want to go there you're not even blood jonah hill's <laughs> awesome with his limited like with the the music stuff and the and the mixtape, like it's so good. And then when he's hosting at the restaurant, like, oh, you're sitting by yourself. That's kind of sad. You want like a magazine or something? <laughs> yeah. um, now, I want to say Russell, Russell Brand, who I don't love in a leading role, which we kind of t- touched on with the Arthur movie, but he's he's. I feel like he's pretty good, or really good in the supporting role in this movie. Like his limited scenes uh, are are he's pretty funny. Yeah, and, and this was this was early on before we got like the Russell Brand treatment of like, all right, this is his thing. Like, it's too much now. Uh, the scene with him and Paul Rudd when he gets hit by Jason Siegel on the surfboard and he like goes flying into the coral underwater and he's laying on the beach just like bleeding out and Paul Rudd's like, oh, you sound like you're from London. It's <laughs> just like, yes, yes, I am. I'm from London. <laughs> Come on, let's go surfing. Everybody's learning how. Oh, the weather outside is, is weather. weather. <laughs> um. So yeah, I until you just saw Paul Rudd, I forgot until just now that I have literally tattooed on my body "fuck the lemons and bail." <laughs> um. So <laughs> that's how much I love this movie. <laughs> um. But um. Oh my god, the. Uh, just to get back to when you're introduced to the idea of Dracula musical and 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 the the look on when when he's he's up there on the stage and he's like you know I can sing and she's just going Dracula musical and uh and then when he just like it was getting kind of hot and, and he just like the look on her face is like oh my god this is <laughs> no. actually happening yeah. <laughs> and just and, and oh god it's so good um, we could run through almost every single scene oh, and yeah. it's, it's laugh out loud hilarious. I mean, I've found it to be one of my, I mean, you said like, you know, you can watch it in any mood. It's, uh, it's come, it's become like my number one movie if I'm stoned and just want to laugh uncontrollably mm-hmm. because it, I mean, it, the entire time I'm just cackling. Yeah. This, this movie is silly. It's feel good. Uh, and uh, it's just top to bottom, great performances and, and so much fun. 
Are those happy tissues or sad tissues? <laughs> you can stop crying now. You look like a baby. Yeah, well, you look like a big baby. I'm sorry. Giant baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so who Dude. who's more attractive? Not, like, overall, <laughs> but in this movie, Kristen Bell or Mila Kunis? I got to go Mila Kunis. In this movie, I mean, I, I have to go Kristen Bell. It's, it is hard to say because whenever I watch this, I'd be like, I'd be a sucker, and I would take Kristen Bell back in a second when she does her whole freak, freak out where she's like, oh, you know, take me yeah. back, whatever. And he yeah. he stands strong. I'd be like, nope. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's Kristen Bell for me. Mm. More of a brunette guy, Mila Kunis for me, but it's not a. Uh... It's a close. It's close. In it's real close. life, in real life, it'd be difficult. But in this movie, the way that she, I find her so charming. It's because Kristen Bell's crazy in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think That's, she's well. Not to dive so deep into the weeds, but I, I don't think she was wrong for her own. I think she was wrong for cheating on Jason Siegel's character, but he was also kind of a turd while they were dating. If you well, want they to just, get into the they just weren't they just didn't belong together. They just weren't they they just yeah, yeah they didn't belong together it was yeah. Not that she just oh, the, absolved. The uh competing sex scene was also hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> they just banging on the wall and yelling. That's awesome. I mean, if you guys want to do an entire episode on the morals and the ethics <laughs> of forgetting Sarah Marshall, I'm in. I got a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> She'll right. be really happy I put this movie at number one. That's hell of a list. Yeah. I, I didn't know where... I had no idea where this was going to go. And uh, there's a couple I don't know, but overall, this is... Uh, well, I, I think there's one tragedy going on, but I'll address that after I... What, that there's no Julia Roberts movies yeah, on Yeah, fucking here? tragedy. But... <laughs> All right, so... so... Hold on, let me, let me read off a little recap. Recap, here. recap. Alright, at number 10, we have The Heartbreak Kid. At number 9, we have As Good As It Gets. At number 8, we have Just Friends. We ha- At number 7, we have Sweet Home Alabama. Number 6, we have Knocked Up. Number 5, we have Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Number 4, we have Arthur from 1981. Number 3, we have Groundhog Day. Number 2, we have Crazy, Crazy Stupid Love. Number 1, we have Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Zero Julie Roberts to be found. And there's three possible selections, one of which I think is hands down the number one. Pretty woman should be on Pretty Woman. Yeah. I watch that movie a lot. Masterpiece. Yeah, Pretty Woman should be on the list. Yeah, it deserves to be on the list. You can't put my best friend's wedding on there because she was such a turd. For doing all the evil things that she did in that movie. Still a great movie. I love it. A lot of laughs. Love I could have put Pretty Woman at four, but I like Arthur better. Mm. So the one movie I was gonna put on, and I certainly I had planned to, and then I was just like, uh, it doesn't fit in the format. Now, is it a comedy? Yes. Is it a romance? Yes. But I was gonna put reason? the princess. I was gonna put the Princess Bride on. But like something about it, uh, yeah. it was on a lot of people's. I mean, it makes it, it fits. It just doesn't fit that mold of rom com. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, it's more of an it's more of an action adventure. It's like an romance. adventure movie. Yeah, I, I think well, I I wouldn't have poo pooed it. Well, because it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Well, yes. and the and the romance is like the central theme of the movie. Yeah, yeah. To to that point, actually, you know, if we're kind of talking about that a little bit outside, if I my I was hoping that I was going to win the trivia and get uh, the quantity because number 10 and again it's a little bit outside the mold i was gonna put bull durham down yeah sports movie i don't know it's i mean is there any, is there any comedic elements to it yeah it's funny uh it's just, you know what could have went down as uh even more so talking about kevin costner is tin cup rom-com yeah yeah, yeah i would agree with that we gotta do that sports it, list well, it's it's so tough because it's like once again, you know, you get into the subgenres of, you know, sports. I mean, you can make an argument that a lot of sports movies are rom coms in some sense, and so it's like uh, same thing with like the Christmas movies, the holiday movies. Period. So it was uh, it was kind of one of those that I wanted to keep in the back of my mind as we were going through. We had discussed another one that I had very high on my list. Um, and I kind of really wanted to be in it, but uh, something's got to give. I think that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's on my list, and it was like a toss-up between that and uh, as, as, as Good As It Gets, but... Yeah. I mean, once again, as you, you put it perfectly, Jack Nicholson plays the exact same character. Yeah. Um, and the only reason why I give Something's Got to Give the edge is <laughs> just like the casting a little bit better well, uh, i mean no helen hunt Keanu. but at the There's... same time like how how is how is um the, the no, i mean i know and we said these things that are un unrealistic but how is he dating her daughter and a pete yeah <laughs> it's pretty crazy yeah yeah um but I and know. also how does any woman land a man as attractive as keanu reeves yeah, yeah. So, what about, um, um, how to lose a guy in 10 days? That's good. Well deserving. Could have yeah. been, mm -hmm. could have been on this list, and I wouldn't have batted an eye at it. I also like Fool's Gold. Same two people. Yeah. yeah I don't um, like it as, I don't like it as that's much a little as bit, how to lose a guy a in bit, 10 days, but yeah, it's a little bit less focused on the rom com aspect. Um, I haven't seen it. The other, it was on a lot of lists. What about, uh, 10 things I hate about you. You haven't oh, yeah. seen it? Mm -hmm. that, um, I almost put that on here. That, yep. You, you should go watch that immediately. Right. That's a great that, movie. That and um, as far as like the throwback to like 90s teen movies, that and uh, She's All That oh, were yeah. the two great that I, I considered. Yeah, She's All That. I've definitely seen that a few times. Um, Clu Clueless is the other one that I saw on a lot of lists, which I wasn't going to include, but... So the, aside from Vinny's uh, uh, travesty of there being no Julia Roberts, we could replace any of these movies with an Adam Sandler movie too. Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates, yeah. Mr. Deeds. Um, I actually, I only because we had we talked about the Wedding Singer on the Adam Sandler list. I had Fifty First Dates on this list because it's like. It's 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Wedding Singer is like one, maybe my favorite Adam Sandler movie, but Fifty First States is a little bit more of a rom com, like yeah, like di- sure. direct yeah, yeah. romance. And um, him and Drew Barrymore, they, they had that good chemistry in that. I hope that they make another movie together. I mean, even that one Blended was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one in Africa. Yep. That was so. recent. More recent. Yeah, like within the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah, I also figured you guys wanted to put uh, The Cobbler on this list then, too. One of Adam Sandler's absolute masterpieces. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that was the worst movie I ever saw. I don't I don't think I saw it. No, oh, I, he, I didn't watch it. He's not ashamed of it. Um, he don't care. A movie, a movie that I uh, just saw recently, it just came out on Amazon Prime, actually. Uh, it's called Somebody That I Used to Know. Um Allison Brie, and it was written by Allison Brie and uh, Dave Franco. Um, Haley Joel Osment's in it. Um, uh, the Little guy Forest? From... What? Little Forest? Haley <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Joel Osment's, once again, he kills it. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, he, they bring in a couple of folks from community which is like one of my favorite tv shows uh uh what's his name um abed uh putty pooty he's in it it's so it's it's a dumb quick easy watch it's fun um awesome breeze topless in it um yeah watching that now (laughs) yeah um it, it was it and it obviously it doesn't sniff this list um but i it just i would suggest it because it it's a recent one. Oh, we just watched the new uh reese witherspoon and ashton kutcher movie it was your oh. your place or mine or your yeah uh yeah. and i that i that's not list worthy but it was a good watch did anyone watch the new uh, Julie Roberts and Richard Gere, John? No, uh, you mean uh, you mean George Clooney? Yeah, yeah, so I meant George Clooney. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I think it's free on Peacock. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it just because it's her. Um, Pete, Pete, what are your all your discards? So two. Um, Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity, which I'm like, I mean, High Fidelity is one of my favorite movies of all time, but I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't, it all, it's another movie that's kind of like fringe on that, on that mold. That drama side of it, yeah. Um, I mean, it's hilarious, Jack Black. Um, but I got uh, Along Came Polly. Um, oh, yeah. On, it's on Netflix. Great. The, fucking the, movie. the birth, the birth of the shark line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chasing Amy, but that movie's kind of depressing and sad. Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. We talked about uh, uh, Hitch. It was on my it was on my list. Also uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh, all right, Wedding Crashers is one of my favorite movies, and it not being on the list makes me a little sad. But and then I got yeah, that was uh, good point, you have you have double romantic comedy going on two couples yeah yeah silver linings playbook yep 
That, um, yep, that was on my list. And then, um, has anybody seen Palm Springs? Yes. No. Highly recommend. Very new. It's like within the last five years. Andy Samberg and the mom from How I Met Your Mother, uh, Christine, Christina. Yeah, it's just something Italian. Um, better, even better than I thought it was going to be. So that that came out during the pandemic and was like one of the first movies I remember us watching. Oh, I've seen this movie. Yeah, this was good. And he's being hunted by um, what's his name? The bald guy from uh, J.K. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, this movie was really really good. That came out Vinny, in July. Vinny, of if you and Steph, Vinny, if you and Steph haven't seen that, you should watch it. It's really good. It's called Palm Springs. Yeah, and it's like. It's kind of like a mix. It's like science fiction, rom com, tiny bit of action. Yeah, it's got a okay. ground. It's got a Groundhog Day feel because they're <laughs> reliving like the same day, but it's not just one person. There's, there's. I was gonna say it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> it's, it's Groundhog Day. It is kind of Groundhog Day. All right, interesting. Uh, what about the proposal? I think that was on Sean's list. Should have been in my top ten. It would. That would have been like towards the bottom of my list yeah. i love the proposal if i was picking that would have easily been on my list great cast so funny yep uh betty white's so good in that yep sandra bullock kind of sucks though <gasps> yeah but she's i love sandra bullock <laughs> i do not is it because she's canadian <laughs> i don't bring it up in front of you sorry <laughs> leave her the fuck alone man give she's me great. give me all your white lady guilt and the blind side <laughs> i'll take it all uh some other ones on my list that we didn't talk about uh the big sick did you guys watch the big sick mm-hmm. love that movie so so oh, good movie, yeah. in uh, fact i had to i had to uh bartender at the candlewick that jerry and i always used to um go see Josh, uh, I had to delete him from Facebook because he made racist comments about that movie on my on my Facebook page when I posted that I enjoyed it. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? He, he lit, on the on the post that you liked the movie? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just said I just Jesus. said, yo, anybody anybody like everyone should go watch this movie and he and he was like, an Indian dude and a white lady? No thanks. Gross. And I was like, uh, uh you're yeah, movies, deleted. <laughs> movie's probably not for you. And uh Pete, there were a lot and, of reasons why you could delete him from Facebook. And, and, and in fact, uh in fact, uh yeah, Cor- I remember actually Courtney like screenshotting it, like sending it to me. It was like, Who the hell is this? And I hadn't seen him like answer to that yet. Because like our friend Shelly is Indian and saw it and was like, uh, what's up with this? She's like, I, I promise you, that's not like something that Peter thinks. Obviously, he's saying that he likes the movie. So, and also, isn't he Pakistani in the movie? Yeah, yeah, he is. Well, he is. Yeah, he's he 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 in real life was born in Pakistan. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if you're going to be racist towards that movie, everybody's Indian. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> also, yeah. that sounds like Josh. So. Yeah, I don't remember him being like that when we hung out there, but. Yeah, we were also drunk a lot though. He so. was from Georgia. Uh, yeah. So some other ones, uh, Moonstruck. Oh yeah, uh, Nikki uh, Nikki Cage. Never saw that one. Oh wait, Moonstruck. Oh, I was thinking. Of, sh- is there another? Cher- is there a Ryan Gosling movie named Moonstruck? You think yeah, La La Land? Uh, probably. Yeah. 
The Nick Cage uh, one, yeah, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, the Nick Cher, Cage right? and Cher. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. I actually just watched that for the first time. That Still haven't seen really that one. Really good. Solid movie. Yeah, really good. Uh, this one was kind of a stretch. I thought Midnight in Paris was maybe yeah. maybe rom com. It's a good movie. I try and avoid uh, talking about Woody. Yeah. Uh, well, I also had Annie Hall. I was gonna skip over that one. <laughs> uh the holiday yeah. oh, wait the holiday no well i like the holiday but i was thinking the holiday i like them both so what's the holiday jack black mm, that was Ooh. uh what the hell emma roberts emma roberts yeah great movie i don't know that one more recent <laughs> recent christmas one okay it's a great movie it was horrible no it was, good. <laughs> it, was, it was fun it was fun Two things about um, Evan Roberts. There is a, a very recent New Year's Eve movie that she did. I think it was on either Amazon or Netflix. Worth a watch. This is this is Julie Roberts' niece, by the way. Vinny. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you've definitely seen her in stuff. She was in Scream Four, right? Scream Four or Five? Four. Um, five. Five. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I never. Um, but she was never the killer. Been. She was the killer in the fifth one, or one of the. Killers. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Anyway. Um. But has anybody besides me ever seen the movie Little Italy? I With have not. Emma Roberts. So. Okay, so it is a rom com. This would go into the category of how did this get made rom coms. So. Uh, and Hayden Christensen, otherwise known as Anakin Skywalker. Oh, I need to watch this now. I'm in. <laughs> yes. So he and her were raised by rival pizza families in little in Little Italy, Little Italy, New York. Do you ask? No, no, no. Little Italy, like Toronto. Toronto. For for, for what reason? I do not know. <laughs> Because they couldn't get the, they couldn't film in New York or get the name does, in New York. Does Hayden Christensen have a New York accent? Yes, he does. Um, so that makes sense. Yep. Um, basically, what happens is like they. I think what happened was that first their the, the they were partners. Their their parents in in pizza joints and like one had the perfect sauce and one had the perfect crust, <laughs> but then something happened, and I mean it's just like it, the it's great yeah, and something happened and they split, and so then they're but they share a wall, like literally the two pizza places right next to each other, and then every year there's like a pizza competition. Uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, is this like this sounds like a modern day retelling of you know Romeo and Juliet? Like what is it? The blah blah blahs and the Montesquieu's. Capulets so, and the Montesquieu's. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like that. Except in except, Toronto. Except, except, does it take place in Verona, Italy? No, it takes place in Verona, Germany. <laughs> Toronto, yeah. Little Italy. Uh, I think I had a couple left, but my my list was was crazy long. But there's something about Mary. I'm surprised didn't come up. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and. What else was I thinking? 
Eh, maybe. Oh, oh, a Knight's Tale was another one that. Oh yeah. I thought maybe Pete would sneak a Knight's Tale on. <laughs> now, if I was gonna sneak in something fantasy, it would have been the Princess Bride, like I said. Yeah. But I do love me some Heath Ledger. Wish he would have made it. <laughs> so yeah, ten, ten things on, on the list yeah. and in life. Yeah. Um, the only I only have like three that are uh, that we haven't discussed well four but we kind of did discuss 500 days of summer which definitely deserves to be on there but that's completely a sad point and sean's totally wrong on that but that's a sad point um uh continuing with the emma roberts discussion uh there's a movie it's called it's kind of a funny story it's based off of a book um uh zach galifianakis is in it it's kind of the whole thing is sad because they're in a mental asylum for lack of a better term for a variety of different issues um and just guy falls in love with a girl and you know it's happy ending um but very very good i'm a big emma roberts fan um uh uh this is another netflix one always be my maybe my maybe um yeah, yeah randall park ali wong and randall park randall park's so funny he's so funny um there's also a great cameo by keanu reeves in it um yes yes, i totally forgot yeah it's as keanu reeves right yeah yes yeah it's it's perfect i mean it's and i think it's all it's written by uh randall park and ali wong too um they're very talented um and then the only other one that um i I can't believe it actually didn't get discussed and i don't know if you guys have seen it but uh when harry met sally um, yes you know what i it's, i feel it, like Vinny kind of brought this up that I, he is hasn't seen all the classics and admittedly mm-hmm. i have not as well i don't think i've seen when harry met sally i know it's reputation it's it's a it's a great movie i mean um and you know i i think the first reason why i watched it actually was because of billy crystal and i think he's so funny and talented and everything he's in i try and watch um but it it at least is deserving of conversation but aside from that i mean great job i mean there's so many movies for us to hit on and i know we left out i'm sure a ton i mean i don't think we even discussed like enough hugh grant movies Uh, oh yeah no hugh grant didn't come up at all and liam neeson i mean not mentioned either so this list is but, pretty tight, though. I really didn't know how it was going to end up, like, with it being all over the place or being a fringe, but this is tight. Uh, one more movie um, that I want that I just want to recommend because it's also just like kind of like in a, like it's 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 more on the comedy side, kind of like how like we talk about like Knocked Up and sarah marshall that it's like heavy comedy but plus the um, romance is um i think it's called wedding season uh let me double check here it's got jack quaid from he's in the boys um randy uh not randy um dennis quaid's son um it is called oh it's called plus one and it's like these two like they're like best friends and they like agree to like 
be each other's dates like all like year long for like weddings but then like slowly you know form feelings for each other it's like free i think it's free on hulu maybe um and the uh the love interest is uh maya Erk Erkstine. she's a uh, she's if, if you have seen has anybody watched that show pen 15 on hulu no yeah Oh, she's yeah. the Asian. She's the Asian girl, okay. woman. Um, anyway, if oh. you're looking for a a date night movie, it's it's that's like fun for both of you. That's not just all sappy. Uh, plus one is good. Pete, Pete, there was one I was watching that I admittedly didn't finish before this list, but it was a Mark Duplass movie called The Sister's Sister. Mm, I don't think I've seen it. No, but he he um. His brother, Mark Duplass's brother, passes away before the movie starts. And it's like the one year anniversary of his death. And they're having like a remembrance kind of party for him. And Mark Duplass gives a speech where he's kind of like, yeah, my brother was kind of a dick. And <laughs> his brother's ex-girlfriend is like, hey, like you need some help and go to my parents' cabin out in the woods or whatever. And he goes there and... Uh, the ex-girlfriend's sister is there who's a lesbian and they end up sleeping together but then you find out he's in love with the girl the the girl who sent him there his brother's ex-girlfriend and it's like some hijinks after that i think it's more drama but i saw it on some uh rom-com lists <laughs> and it's like pretty highly reviewed and it's got a great cast it's emily blunt mark duplass oh okay uh, definitely, definitely, definitely worth a watch. Sweet. I don't know why this reminded me. Another one that just, I probably wouldn't put it on the list, but I don't know if I would put it as a rom-com, uh, but Drinking Buddies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Olivia Wilde, Jake Johnson, Anna Kendrick, Ron Livingston. Pretty good cast. I mean, anything with uh, Dick Miller. Yeah, and Ron Livingston, so. too. No, oh, he's he's awesome. I love Ron and, Livingston. I feel like he always gets shafted. Yes, and I think Olivia Wilde is uh, phenomenal. Kind of mean, uh, and I love her. Speaking of Ron Livingston, Jerry, we were drinking Vat sixty nine scotch in Dominican. That's awesome. That's, that's what he drinks. It's the it's the yep. sc- the only scotch that he like scours Germany for all Germany and, and yep. all and all of Europe. But I, it, you can't find it in the states. I'm like, why? I, I'm so jealous. I didn't know that. I mean, so anyway, I didn't think that it was real. Yeah. So we drank to uh, the 101st Airborne oh, yeah. while we were down there. Oh yeah. Anyways, I think that's I think that's it. We cover yeah. it all. <laughs> I could go on and on about. I mean, yeah, we could. We could do a whole other list. list. Yeah, we could yeah. do. We could do a. Uh, we could do just like a like a '90s, early 2000s, like teen rom com. Yep. Can't hardly can't hardly wait with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Love that we, movie. We barely even touched Christmas rom coms. Yeah. Yeah. Four so, Christmases. Let us know. We'll be back and uh, <laughs> let us know if you want a second round of these. I think I think we're gonna hit you uh, next week with maybe a uh, watch us or die of knock at the cabin. Sean, we have to go out and see it. Yes, yeah, we do. Yeah, that'll be good. And we're gonna have Sean's friend on who was on the production team. All right, yeah, cool. I, 
Yeah, I talked to her about that, and she is very excited about the idea of coming on here and talking. And it's a good us. thing that we apparently we're all going to like it because that would suck to pretend. What if, <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to have her on if we were going to like shit on the movie. I mean, I so. can't imagine you guys not liking it, especially if Jeff liked it. Yeah, if Jeff liked it, then I think it's worth us chatting about. Sounds good. All right, that'll be a fun next episode. Jerry, thanks for coming on. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was uh, a lot of fun. Wasn't sure how it was going to go, but I had a blast. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. we'll definitely have to pick another topic for you. Ready to go. All right, and then uh, since Jeff's not here to close it out, should we do it? Do the line together? Sure. All right, here we go. Love, peace, and chicken Love, grease. Peace and chicken grease. We are and out. And we're out. And Vinny's out. <laughs>